Now, Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Shara McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, located on the South Shore, and I have been working as a full-time realtor and sales and marketing consultant for home buyers and home sellers for the past 15 years. I have helped hundreds of clients throughout the home buying and home selling process. My unique approach to assisting my clients to the next chapter of their lives is driven by being a team player and by offering them continuous training, education, advising, and mentoring. I like to say that I offer my clients exceptional service that moves you. Every week I will be providing you with real estate topics ranging from home buyer and home seller advice, legal matters, insurance binders, flood insurance concerns, home inspection questions, environmental worries like radon, lead paint, and mold, mortgages and loan programs, staging tips and ideas, real estate contracts, market trends, home values, and more. It's a talk radio show, and sometimes we are even interactive, so you can follow along online. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. If you missed any of our shows, or if you want to listen to one again, you can listen on my podcast at talkrealestateradio.com. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me regarding your home sale or your home purchase, I'd love the opportunity to meet with you. You can connect with me anytime at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all our South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara. As you can hear by my voice, I am not Sharon McNamara. I am Melissa Wallace, and I am here with my team member, Mary Baker. Hi, Mel. Hello. We do not. Are you? I am good. Sorry, I was just going to transition right into you know. Whatever. Sorry. Let's take let's take a breather. <laughs> let's, let's take a ta- little breather. Talk about how we're feeling today. Oh yes, it's been a long, long day. Yes. Um, but I was going to say that we do not have Ryan here with us right now because we are pre-recording this show. We are. Um, so for us right now, it's Monday afternoon. And it's <laughs> not nice Tuesday and dreary night. outside. Nice so and hopefully dreary. Tuesday is a little bit better. Yeah, hopefully Tuesday is a little bit better for everybody. But um, Mary, do you want to explain why we are not going to be live Tuesday night? Well, yes, I would. So we are actually hosting our annual Thanksgiving fair tomorrow at our office. Um, we It's kind of like a client appreciation event and just like a social gathering that we do at the office where um, we come together. It's it's Thanksgiving and we want to spend time with the people that we love. We ask that they bring donations for like canned goods for um, Pembroke's Community Center and then we give um, everybody a pie. You get a pie if you don't bring canned goods yeah. too, but you know, I mean, if you want to <laughs> give food too. Yeah, but we have this really cool wagon now that we're just putting all the food in, but yeah, um, but yeah so we have... Oh, wow. We have the traffic (laughs) music. So we're going to head on over to the WATD Traffic Center to see if you guys are getting home safely Tuesday night. Don't miss a minute of Talk Real Estate. Check out the podcast page at talkrealestateradio.com. Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate. 
And we're back. So we totally got cut off by the music. So, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so we have our clients come to our Pembroke office and they will receive um, either an apple or a pumpkin pie. Not just our clients, though, our family, friends, loved ones. Um, and it's not just us doing it. A lot of our agents in our office are doing it as well. I know Donna Bagney, um, a realtor at Boston mm-hmm. Connect, she actually dropped off some pies um, today. A lot of our agents are delivering their pies as well. Um, gets bigger and bigger every year. Bigger I feel. and bigger every year. Yep. We had, um, how many pies did I pick up on Sunday? I think uh, 256 pies piled into two cars and it went pretty well. <laughs> it went pretty smoothly. But anyways, so as if we were here on a Tuesday night talking to you guys, we are um, going to be talking about um, the pros and cons of having your uh, house on the market during the winter months. Um, and the reason why we chose this topic is because we just recently had our office meeting and somebody asked the question, you know, they said, my client is, um, you know, feeling a little bit discouraged. Their house has been on the market for a while um, and they don't know if they th- if they want to have their house on the market in the winter months. So it started this discussion with a lot of the agents in our office, the the sort of do's and don'ts, the pros and cons. Um, and I think we have the same uh perspective on this but mm-hmm. you know for this sake we'll 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 go with both with both so we'll talk mm-hmm. about some of the pros and some of the cons with having your house on the market well i think just more um the mentality that a lot of sellers take to it mm-hmm. um, and just for an fyi for everybody we didn't want you to miss us on tuesday so we are pre-recording but um sharon will probably be joining us at some point sharon isn't in the room with us right now but she will be here so you can hear her her lovely voice and she can talk to you through your tuesdays as well um but getting back to do's and don'ts of do's and don'ts and pros and cons of selling in the winter i think it um from a seller's perspective the natural instinct is to kind of that holidays are so they're ha- yeah. wonderful, but they're hectic, right? So it's very hectic, and you know, people are, you know, rightfully so focused on their families, mm-hmm. friends, loved ones, you know, as we are. And but, you know, something that Sharon says that really makes sense is that you're better to be um, one of less than of one of many, mm-hmm. because when you're one of less, you're going to stick out that much more. Yeah. Um, so I that was something that she had said during the office meeting and sort of resonated with a lot of the agents. And they went back to their clients and said, listen, you know, we heard from the best of the best. Sharon, <laughs> and she said that you should stay on. So um, that was sort of what we got out of that office meeting. But mm-hmm. I jumped ahead a little bit. We'll, we'll go back to the pros and cons. But um, but do you want to talk about sort of what what the market usually looks like um, in the winter months? Well, it's definitely, so I actually had this conversation with two separate buyers. Um, So my position on the team for anybody who's just joining us is um, I I typically work as our buyer's Mm -hmm. agent more, more so hands-on with the buyers and out looking at houses. And Mary doesn't have any problem showing houses in the snow. (laughs) Oh, no, I don't. I've I've gone out in Nemo. We'll have like a snow day and we're all like, I'm bundled in my bed, you know, with a cup of coffee watching a movie. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm showing six houses today. Yeah, I'm that's like, why I nope. got a four-wheel drive car. I got, uh, got traction control no on that way. baby now. <laughs> well, I thought you loved driving in the snow until recently, and you're like, oh, I get so scared. I'm like, whoa, you put on a good front, oh, do. girl. I, I do. I'm at 10 and 2 and drive really slow. Um, but I had this conversation with two buyers yesterday, and I said, you know, a lot of – because we've been, we've been in this funny place in the market recently where – 
it's almost quieted down so much, so much so Mm -hmm. that it was a little eerie, eerily quiet. And it's making people a little bit nervous. Yeah. Um, But, you know, it, it. I just go back to what Sharon said. You're you're better off being one of mm-hmm. less than one of many. Mm-hmm. Because when you're one of many, people are going to find, you know, s- like they have so many options. Yeah. So why, quote unquote, settle yeah. when you can find 10 other houses that are pretty similar? Yeah. You know? I think it's easier when you have, when buyers have so many selections, it's much easier to... Um, notice the faults rather than looking at like all the potential Mm -hmm. um so i was actually at an open house yesterday so sunday i was at an open house it was quite busy it was a beautiful house um and the buyers were really really interested in it um and they're like wow this is it's kind of crazy because we've been looking at houses over the past couple of weeks and i feel like everything has been so quiet or there's only been you know few people at the open house Mm -hmm. every time i've gone yeah but yesterday it was like jam-packed and oh nice yeah and that has probably a little bit to do with lack of inventory Mm -hmm. because we are on um on in the winter months and sellers natural instinct when we get closer to the holidays because they want to focus on their family and because everything is so hectic is they want to pull it off the market they don't they don't want to they see being on the market during the winter months as more of a nuisance and a headache than mm-hmm. um, kind of um, opening their minds to the opportunity that it could present, right? Yeah. So uh, some of the things that got brought up in our meeting was, you know, people want less interruptions. Well, yeah. you're going to get less interruptions, True. actually, in Absolutely. the winter months because the buyers that are out there are more serious. Mm-hmm. They're the ones going with Mary Baker <laughs> during the snow, <laughs> during a snowstorm, because they are committed to finding their forever home yeah. or their next home or condo, whatever. Um, so you're going to get less interruptions. And not a lot of people want to view a house on Thanksgiving Day or Christmas no. Day or Christmas Eve. So uh, people, you know, they sort of psych themselves out a little yeah. bit. They're, you're not going to get 10 plus showings every day, like mm-hmm. throughout the winter. You're going to get the more serious buyers through. Mm-hmm. You know, if there is an open house, you're going to get the more serious buyers through. You're going to get the more serious agents through, mm-hmm. you know, that want to are committed to their clients and want to make sure that they do find their home. Um, and there's always all... Yeah, my words are not coming out very well recently. So just I... Mary got a puppy the other day <laughs> and I have not slept in 72 hours. Love love him dearly. He's Dexter and he's adorable. So I'm going to be posting a lot about him on probably Boston Connect and the Magis <laughs> Group and Mary Baker and e- everything. So everybody's going to get a yes, chance to see him. Yes, very cute. Big pause for he, a little puppy. Yeah, a little nine-week-old puppy. So I'm very tired, so I apologize um, in advance. But um, I think... There's w- so there's ways that inundation of showings that you're talking about, Melissa, mm-hmm. for for sellers, um, something that we can do from the real estate side if if they're worried about something like that is one we can hold all showings to the open house because you tend to get that influx of yeah. um, buyers coming through your house within that first week or two. Mm-hmm. You can hold the showings until the open house and or block off specific showings that are specific days and times where you're like you know. I'm having, you know, the in-laws over for dinner that yeah. day and I want the whole entire day to prepare and clean and, and, and get everything set. We can easily explain to somebody, hey, Thanksgiving is tomorrow. We don't want people coming yeah, through the house. We're having families yeah. stay with us. You right. know, it, it's very explainable and, and what 
a lot of people don't anticipate is a lot of people are um, they're forgiving of these types of things. They yeah. understand. They they're understanding. You We're know, it is the, the holidays. Stuff. We're all doing the same stuff. You know, some people can't see houses until at nighttime because mm-hmm. they work, but that's fine. But what you have to be aware of in the winter months is that it gets dark pretty quickly in, mm. in early in the afternoon. I mean, it's what. Oh, well, we won't tell everybody what time it is now. <laughs> but it's sort of early in the afternoon, and it's getting dark outside. So, it's you know, so sad. it's tough. You know, another thing that we were talking about is um, commuter open houses. And mm-hmm. we, had, um, we had an agent, you know, has a new construction home in, um, in Hanson, I believe. And they wanted to do a commuter open house at nighttime. And what we had to say was, if you're going to be doing that, you, you make sure that there's flashlights. Make sure that there's outdoor lighting. Make sure, you know, because it is getting darker. They wanted to do 4 to 6. Well, at 4 o'clock, it's already dark. Well, yeah, and especially, so that's actually a really good point because I didn't even think about that. But um, with the first snowfall that we got just the other day, we got a snowfall and then it kind of froze over. The yeah, ne- the well, because then it rained yeah. right after and the whole day ne- the next day. At night, I slipped and well didn't slip and fall or anything but like you know how you lose, yeah. lose your footing i slipped in somebody's driveway um walking up to their house because there was ice so and that was probably right around yeah. uh, about seven o'clock so you just got to be conscientious conscientious yeah of of that and um, if your house is on the market and you're not comfortable shoveling your own walkways and driveways and sell hire the neighborhood kid or hire somebody who's a professional at this mm-hmm. you know make sure that those do neighborhood walkways kids really want to do that the, these days i don't know when i was growing up my i know my granddad used to like give us 10 bucks and we would mow the whole whole entire yard and we thought that we were rich you know i wish somebody could pay me to want to do lawn, lawn work now because we seriously i can't need be some bothered lawn work. i need some lawn work done i can't be bothered that's why i live in an apartment <laughs> um but Sorry, yes. I derailed. <laughs> we I derailed. derailed. Um, but yeah, so just make sure everything is clear, you know, especially mm-hmm. in, and we were talking, we had our meeting last Wednesday. So Thursday when it snowed, we were like, yeah, you know, it's going to snow. And it snowed a lot. I was it surprised. It did. Yeah. Much more than I thought. It snowed and a lot. Apparently it hailed or sleeted. Yeah, something like that. But was, yeah. something that I realized I, when I told you and Sharon, Mary, was that I um, had my weather app on New York, <laughs> New York instead of Pembroke because we went to New York in January. So you all did. year you I did. haven't known what the actual <laughs> weather is, and I've been very curious as to why my app wasn't working. Um, it was because I was in New York. But <laughs> so maybe if you if you have your house on the market um, in the winter months, you should make sure you know what the weather is going to be like. Yeah, make sure you know what the weather. Make, make sure you know when the holidays are. You know stuff like that. Um, but anyways, to get back on topic, so less interruptions. You have more, you know, uh, serious fires mm-hmm. out there. Um, you generally, you can find a house um, that you're during the winter months that, um, you know, the buyer, the sellers are sort of, well, what do you think of, of sellers in the winter months? Like, how do you perceive them? For sellers? Yeah. Um, usually, so, okay, from my perspective, working as a buyer's agent because I know we, um, that's just kind of where my mind just naturally goes mm-hmm. um, I would say to a buyer okay well if this person has their house on the market in the winter and is willing to go through the process of putting it on and having showings during Thanksgiving or not necessarily on Thanksgiving day but during no. the holiday season 
they're obviously highly motivated. Mm -hmm. So for a buyer, you're walking into a situation where you know the seller wants to sell. Maybe they want to sell. Maybe they need to sell. Sometimes they don't have an option. There's new construction that's in the mix and that's going to be ready in the spring. So there's a lot of different factors. I like to work with a motivated seller. You know, I I feel that they are, they're more... um, I don't want to say pliable, but kind of pliable in, in the way They're more house. understanding to the process, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, when you get in an offer in the winter months, you know. It takes a little bit longer. It takes a little bit longer. Your days on market are higher. So that could be, a, you know, a, a con, as you can say, mm-hmm. like to to sellers is that, you know, we have high days on market. What are people going to think of that? And Sharon is like, it does a lot of new construction. Yeah. So she's used to having days on market. And what she always tells people in her, you know, listing appointments is that I don't even look at that. I don't look at days on market. If you like the house, you like the house. Yeah. That shouldn't, you know, it shouldn't have to, buy, I, I, you should be lucky that no one has come, <laughs> come in, you know, a hundred days and scooped this up or something, yeah. you know. I don't think I actually had someone call the office today and said, you know, I have high days on market and, you know, how does that perceived by people? And, Honestly, like it's it's individual, I would say, you know, yeah. definitely people have different perspectives on this. But if you like the house, you like the house. I think at the end of the day, you know, people aren't going to buy houses that they don't want. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I agree. But um, something that happens a lot in January is that we get a lot of relocations. I'm glad you mentioned that. Actually, <sighs> Well, thanks. Um, just so. I actually, on the way here, um, before I met you at the office, I had a conversation with someone who is coming down to Copperwood either tomorrow, I think it's tomorrow, um, and we're going to meet her down down there. Her clients are coming in from Virginia because they're relocating in July, mm. um, and Copperwood and one other property are on the top of their list, so they're spending oh, quite nice. a bit of time. Um, they've done a lot of research, but that's kind of how they come in. And we've seen it so many times where yeah. a relocation, they, they come in for a day or a relocation client, yeah. they come in for a day, they see a bunch of houses, they do their research, they make their decision, bang, bang, boom, you have to be in it to win it. You have yeah. to be on the market for them to know that you're there and know yeah. that you're thinking. And we've had a lot of great luck with our sort of higher priced homes, yeah. uh, maybe 500 and above, that are, you know, a lot of relocations. Mm-hmm. We had a sale in the beginning of this year um, on Marley Mac that was a relo, mm-hmm. um, and that was, I believe, in the sixes, correct? Sevens. Sevens. Yep. Sevens. Um, no, sevens. Um, well, Boston being kind of like the home for all things, and well, we're, we're getting an even bigger home, um, all things like medical, mm. engineering. Yeah, financial. Um, education. Yeah. So we have um, a lot of... What are we getting? We're getting Amazon. Uh, we're getting Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. yeah. Amazon. <laughs> I just want to yell words out. <laughs> Amazon has been my best friend with this puppy. I'm telling you. Oh, you need something? Things. Amazon. What, you didn't get enough at Petco the other day? No, and nothing even came in in time. Oh. Nice. Not cool. Um. Anyways, moving on. So I'm the crazy. Um, do- I'm a crazy dog mom now. <laughs> so relocations. We're seeing a lot of those. Um. Towards yeah. the end of the year and the beginning of the year. You know, this is the time where a lot of people get notice. Okay. Well, you're going to be, you know, transferring to the Boston area, mm-hmm. and that's when we see a lot of people want to live on the South Shore because yeah. there are neighborhoods. They have children. You know, they have families, or they're just starting out, and they, you know, they don't want to necessarily live in the hustle. And bustle of the city mm-hmm. um so they come down to the south shore and we're happy to have them yes please come please come um 
So can you think of any other cons, maybe? So days on market, um, we heard that in the office. Um, well, so I think se- sellers end up thinking, um, you know, they have to, the house has to be nice and spick and span mm-hmm. and everything has to be completely um, perfect. And then we do have snow. We have crummy, we've had crummy weather this yeah. this year with all the rain. So they're worried about tracking mud into the house and there were- Ice wor- stamps, stuff ice, like that. Yeah, ice stamps. Is your house really showing its absolute best in the winter? Well, some people find the winter months very nostalgic and it could be like the first snowfall of the year and they're standing in your house <clears> and they absolutely fall in love with it. Yeah. Most times, no. Does it show the absolute best in the winter months? Probably not, but people are looking, they're not really looking at, um, you know, all the external or extrinsic, ex- I'm, I know what I I'm don't saying. know. Is that a word? No, I think I made it up. Um, um, but they're not, they're not looking at like the external stuff. They're more focusing on the house. The external will come with the home inspection, especially if there's, you know, three feet of snow on the gra- uh, mm-hmm. on the ground you can't really see the external stuff it will come with the inspection yeah you know so that shouldn't be a well we talked about this a couple of weeks ago um you know sh- like getting your house ready for the winter months mm-hmm. and the fall and what you can do and we sort of tied in our um five senses yes episode um and just t- like you know, I love going into people's homes in the winter time. Nice you know, when, during the holidays because it is decorated. It does smell like you know a family lives here and they just baked cookies and mm-hmm. whatever. You know, you have nice candles. Make sure your candles aren't going when you're not home because that could cause a whole nother issue. Yeah, like next to the Christmas tree. <laughs> next that would to the be Christmas good. tree. Um, yeah, and make sure you water your Christmas trees. I hear that that's a thing. I <laughs> I think I've really only had baked trees, but I heard that you're supposed to water the real ones so (laughs) anyways um so i don't know if that i don't know if i really answered the question but that that to me would be a con so that's kind of inconveniencing the seller like i don't Mm want to be inconvenienced i don't want to have to worry about it but what we can do obviously you always have um like a mat outside and you have a mat inside that people are wiping their feet we can have signs there that say um please take please remove your shoes or we have little booties that you can put up um and or not put up put on your feet so when you're walking around you're not tracking mud through everything and in our experience or at least mine people are very respectful of that um Mm -hmm. like respectful of um putting those on and and respecting the seller space most often i think when the weather is crummy they walk in and they go oh should i take my shoes off so i wouldn't from a seller's mind i wouldn't worry too much about that people tend to be quite respectful in their home yeah well i had a conversation with one of our agents recently um she does a lot of um you know business down the cape and um she finds it to be difficult um you know the the winter months are difficult on the Cape, mm-hmm. and and we sort of talked about it a little bit before we went on the air, um, or started pre-recording this. Um, so just much. about you know, are people really traveling down to the Cape to look for sort of summer homes in the winter months? What are your thoughts? Yeah, um, so it's certainly a location, like a look. Location matters. Mm-hmm. It's it's all based on the individual house. Yeah. So like if you have waterfront property in the Cape and you're trying to sell it, maybe you need to sell so you're mm-hmm. on in the winter months, but 
do I think your house is going to show the best then? No, because people want to no, be like, it's they want to wa- yeah, walk outside onto the nice, big, beautiful deck and take in the beach, take in the smells. I'm not going to be able to stand out on the deck in the winter months where it's I'm freezing my chilly. little nose off. So I, there, there are certain factors yeah. to take into place. Location would be one of them. Um, Pricing might be a plus uh-huh. in the winter months. Um, I think a lot of sellers are motivated in the winter months when everybody is coming on in the springtime and you know, you're know you down the Cape or you're even local and you have waterfront properties, you tend to believe that the value is so much higher because mm-hmm. we're about to get into summertime mm-hmm. and a lot of people want summer homes. It's not always necessarily true. Yes. Um, you know, and so we sort of have to play it not by ear, but by sight, because we have to, you know, know what the statistics are, know what's going on with the market, know, you know, what's going on in the town, the area, whatever, mm-hmm. um, to really be able to give, a, a, you know, an educated answer to our clients. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, that's actually a good point to make. Maybe we'll hit a little bit more with stats after the break. I think so. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. Are you thinking about buying or selling a home? Are you looking to purchase investment property or considering converting a property into condominiums? Or are you a business owner or investor selling or acquiring commercial real estate? Mahoney Law Group is a full-service real estate law firm and has guided thousands of people in the South Shore area through all stages and types of real estate ownership, including buying, selling, refinancing, and condominium conversions. They specialize in residential and commercial real estate closings and title issues. Whether you're a first time home buyer or a seasoned commercial real estate investor. The knowledgeable and experienced staff at Mahoney Law Group is ready to help and they're always available. Make sure to ask about their first time home buyer discounts on fees and title insurance. If you have questions about buying, selling, or refinancing, give them a call 781-849-0700. Visit their website at mlgne.com or like them on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that number is 781-849-0700. Visit their website mlgne.com or like them on Facebook and Twitter. Mahoney Law Group. There they go again. It's another smooth move with Gallo Moving and Storage. When it's time to move your valued possessions, don't trust just any moving company. At Gallo Moving and Storage, they understand that you've spent your entire lifetime turning your house into a home. The Gallo sales consultants will walk you through every aspect of the move. And as an authorized agent of United Van Lines, you're guaranteed to get the treatment you deserve. From packing the first box to unloading the final dish, the Gallo professionals guide you every step of the way, whether you're moving across the street or across the country. Gallo Moving and Storage is always a smooth move. Gallo Moving and Storage, close by in Weymouth. Call Bill Balo at 1-866-697-4400. We now return to Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services on 95.9 WATD. Oh, and I can't hear myself. Okay, here we go. And we're back. We're back. We're back. So we started sort of talking about statistics. Um, I am not the queen of statistics, so I won't even pretend like I am. Mary, you're good at reading. Do you want to read some of this stuff? (laughs) Well, it was just kind of interesting because I think end of the year, people like to see 
you know, how are we ending the year out when people are, oh, the winter months, there's there's such a lack of inventory, there's less houses on the market, there's less for me to choose from as if I'm a buyer. Absolutely 100% true. But if you are a buyer and you're starting your search right now, there's less for you to choose from, but there's also less competition, I promise you. Mm-hmm. So one, um, what I like, it's, it's kind of mindset. Um, in the winter months for a seller, you're one of less inventory. In the winter months for a buyer, you're looking at one of less inventory, right? Yeah. You're looking at less inventory. But when you're on in the winter months or when you're on in the summer months when you're a seller, you have a whole lot more competition. When you're looking in the summer months or the spring months for a buyer, you have a whole lot more competition. So it works both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's kind of can be seen across the board for both buyer and seller, yeah, right? Yeah, because sort of in the winter months, you know, buyers – they could be discouraged. If they've been looking all year and they lucked out on mm-hmm. a lot of great houses, they can sort of give up for a little while. Oh, absolutely. Um, so stick it out. Stick it out through the wintertime. Mary is more than happy to take you out. <laughs> yeah, no, I think um, I think it's important, too, because um, you could. You could it, I would always keep looking. No, do I think, I, do I think you're going to get discouraged because you're not going to be seeing as many things coming on? Potentially. Mm-hmm. But... If you're looking every day, that diamond in the rough could come up and you want to you wanna jump at it. But um, when talking stats, so interestingly enough, in all of Plymouth County currently, so that's everywhere, um, pretty much what, Hanover, Norwell, down, Plymouth mm-hmm. County, we're thinking, right? Um, we have currently 1,538 listings currently active on the market. Buyers can go look at that today. Mm-hmm. 1,538. That's actually that's that's not bad. It's that's not, not bad. bad. Um, in comparison, I want just to last year. Let me see if I can find this where the year to date was. So last year, year to date, we sold um, five thousand four hundred and seventy as of so five thousand four hundred and seventy properties closed units year to date as of November nineteenth in two thousand seventeen. Right. Mm-hmm. So this year, we're actually down in the number of units that we're selling because we've sold 5,349. Yes. So, so where we're seeing, you know, when buyers are out there seeing, oh, everything went with these uh, multiple offers, bidding wars, all of that, it's because of that huge yeah. saying, that, every, that, that common saying everybody's been hearing, we have a lack of inventory, we have a lack of inventory. Well, across the board, we have more buyers coming into the buying pool every single year yeah. and inventory and we'll, decreasing. We'll talk about this on another show, but a lot of people are saying, you know, the market's going to be changing and we're going to mm. see a shift. We should do like an economics. All that stuff. Yeah, I mean, Sharon should, um, sh- you know, she should sort of do a show. She went to the NAR convention, the National mm-hmm. Association of Realtors convention um, in Boston a couple of weeks ago and just really learned all of these things, how to predict sort of, you know, what's going to be happening next year, you know, with interest rates and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know if she'll make it for the rest of the show, but maybe next week we can sort of talk about that. Pick it up where we left off. Pick it up where we left off. Um, but yeah, so just off of that, you know, I can read too, so I can see that 2%, we're down 2% from last year, pretty yeah. much, 2, yeah. 2.21%. <laughs> I can read too. I can read too. Two, we're down 2%. It's a difference of 121 houses. But if you think about it, if if a buyer is very specific to what type of house that they want, I only want a colonial. I only want a cape. In the winter months, they might 
be more lenient to go towards another style home because there are limited Mm -hmm. there's a limited amount of houses that are on the market and they might say all right well we might as well see that we might as well see that and then they might fall in love with it we've seen Mm -hmm. that happen too so while we're talking just about like year to year um so our closed our closed units right we Mm -hmm. have we've sold less this year than we did last year yeah but so supply and demand everybody remembers that um God, I feel like I could be like an economics teacher or something right now. Supply and demand. All right. Slow your roll. Yeah, definitely not my forte at all. But I I feel very smart right now. I think I'm getting a second wind. That's nice. Um, But so supply is low. Then our average sale price over the year from 2017 to 2018. Average sale price for 2017 was 434,000 In Plymouth County. In Plymouth County, Mm -hmm. right? And then in 2018, right, year to date, we're... 4,057 or 457. 457. Sorry, that's the dyslexia coming out. So we're actually up from last year Mm -hmm. $23,000. $2,300. $23,000. $23,000. I had it right the first time and then I corrected myself. No, so we're up $23,000 average over, so up 5% since last year over Plymouth County. Yeah. Down in inventory, up in average sale price. Yeah. And that's because there are less things on the market. Yeah. You know, you're Supply getting a bidding. Demand. You're getting a bidding war. People, things are going above asking. Um, but oh. we have sort of seen, you know, a slowdown. Did you just sorry get a third wind or something? Yeah, I, d- I did because this was one that I actually found super super interesting. Um, oh, looking over the past twelve months of inventory. So this goes back to an earlier show that we had done that can be found on our podcast at mm-hmm. Sharon McNamara. No, wait. Talk real estate with Sharon McNamara. The podcast yep. app, right? Mm-hmm. And then talkrealestateradio.com is the website if you prefer to do it that way. Yeah, so you can find that sh- that show. I'll have to. We'll have to like repin it um, with this. But interestingly enough, over the past twelve months, usually we don't pay too much attention of, to the the amount of price changes. I guess a, a property is taking. Mm-hmm. But I found it very interesting to see that in two thousand seventeen. Um, there were 2,876 2, properties that took price adjustments, right? Mm-hmm. In 2018, there were 3,035 so far that have taken price adjustments. So roughly, what do you have, 200, 200 unit difference? Mm-hmm. What's that? What that is saying to me from like a buyer's agent perspective, that's saying that a lot of buyers are, or a lot of sellers are overpricing their houses yeah. and getting this false sense of market and false sense of price um, or, or value um, because we're hearing the market's really hot, the market's really hot. What yeah, is that? What does that exactly. really mean? We did a show on this. So Mary, why don't you explain what, what, what does that mean? The market is hot. Oh, here's the doorbell. So we have well, 10 minutes left. So no. go ahead. So I think it means it means different th- it means different things for different areas. Mm-hmm. So if we're saying the market is hot in Boston, right? The mar- the market's hot up there means you know the supply and demand for the amount of people that are living in the city is not isn't there. Yeah, it's things are so going so astro- quickly. Yeah. Things are going so quickly and above asking mm-hmm. also because they know pe- people want to live there. There's only a certain amount. There's only so much square footage that you can put. And they're into going that higher city, and higher. And they're going higher and higher, and all these people want to move in there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's only a matter of time. So yeah, that, that market is hot. Yeah, but but then you can't expect. I guess I shouldn't say you can't expect. It shouldn't be expected that 
that same mentality where there's a lot of um, properties that are going $50,000 or $50,000 over asking and with 22 offers on a property. I had one that had 50 offers on a property. I was like, how did you even keep those all straight? That's 50. crazy. 50. That's bananas. Um, I was like, that's just crazy. I would, that's too much paper, too many dead trees for me. Um, but that same mentality isn't going to shift down to the South Shore or the North Shore or areas that are not as densely populated, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the market down, that saying the market is hot down here means to me, the seller put the house on the market appropriately, priced it appropriately, and it's going to get a lot of activity because it's a, it's, um, it's a good deal, essentially. Yeah. Uh, saying that the market is hot and then thinking that you're going to go to a house that's $100,000 overpriced, well, that's not a hot market. That's an unrealistic seller. Mm-hmm. And that's what this statistics, this um, price change, that's what that's saying to me personally. It's saying that sellers are getting this idea that they can th- they can get more for their house because they feel the market is hot yeah you know exactly that things are going quicker and they are going they tend to go quicker quickly but you have to be smart about it it's all it's all about the numbers numbers do not lie um and i found recently looking at the average price per square foot for houses or comparable houses has been quite telling um because in certain areas like the city um it's it's really spot on. Mm-hmm. That's how they that's how they get the prices for a, a majority of their units is they is they use price per square foot. Whereas we don't focus so much on that here down in the South Shore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So two very different perspectives on 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 pricing, I guess, from community to community. Yeah, exactly. You know, I I think that's you know a perfect way to put it. You know, the market is hot, but. The market could be hot for buyers too. I mean, the you know we could see a shift, and the market could be hot for them. And and but you know that'll be another show. We won't get too derailed also, from from our winter. winter have we seller. touched base on base on the rising interest rates recently? Because I just had this conversation with my loan officer this morning. Um, nope. You're um, more than welcome to talk about it. Well, so it it just goes back to okay, the market shift. So maybe I'm giving a little bit of a teaser for a show that we'll do a little bit uh, a little later. But they're um, suspecting that the rates are going to increase at least one more time this year, mm-hmm. and then probably two next year. Mm-hmm. So for every from a buyer that's in my shoes or even your shoes, soon you're you're gonna buy one day. You're gonna buy a house. Sure. And with yeah. a little lar- yard for you, a little lard, a little yard for you to for maintain. For my goat. For your goat named Paul. Peter? Peter. Peter Paul. Yeah, that's my goat named Peter. Peter. Um, you're going to have a little yard, but it for every time the interest rates increase, it takes away some of that buying power for a buyer. So mm-hmm. so the rate increases. Now, the sale, the sale price, they're not going to be able to afford what they could afford. But at the same time, they, are, they, they saw what was on the market for 425 last year or a couple months ago. So if you're on the market for 425 now and they can't afford to get to 425 because their interest rates have kind of priced them out, you're, you're going to have to readjust because a buyer is never going to change their opinion or um, their mindset on what they can get for their money, mm-hmm. or at least not very quickly in the next several months or the next year mm-hmm. maybe it, gradually it will it can take time and and that position might change but in the immediate i i see prices 
going and a down lot of people with the just, rising interest rates. A lot of people, we talked about this in the office meeting, a lot of people are assuming that it's all millennials that are thinking that no. they're going to get, you know, million dollar homes for We did this you know, on the show cheap. too. But we talked about, um, you know, the average home buyer, the age in 2017 was, what, 46 years old? That's mm-hmm. the average home buyer, you know, so. That's awesome. I love that. I think yeah. everybody should be a homeowner, and it's really not because I'm a real estate agent. I promise. Yeah, I don't know about first. I don't know about first time home buyers. I don't. I don't have to look that it's up. It's older. It's it, well. I don't want to say older it's, than forty six. No, no, no. I just um, older than it used to be. So uh, I mean, think about an old. An older statistic was that people were buying their first houses when they're in their early twenties. Mm-hmm. Now it's it's becoming later and later in life. Yeah, um, and that's student loan debt and so on and so on so forth people are getting married later in life and you know they're starting families later they you know aren't doing it at all they're doing it all on their own you know everyone's got their own story Mm -hmm. but um but yeah so but back to selling so some what are some cons do you or what are some pros to um i know we only have a couple more minutes but um some more cons pros jeez i can't talk pros positive um, you know what that makes me having think of? Protons, electrons, and neutrons. Oh, yeah. I don't remember what any of those are. Pros are positive. I know they're science-related. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so so a pro a pro to me is, I mean, I guess the biggest pro is you got to be in it to win it. You, they can't see you if you're not on the market. Yeah. Um, can't that, sell your house if you're not on the market. Yeah. So End of, end of the episode. <laughs> and yeah. End of story. Put your house on the market if you want to sell your house. End of sentence, period. Um, Number two, I would say um, the quality of the buyers that are coming through are are much, I don't want to say better, mm-hmm. but more consistent. Yeah. Because they're the ones who really need a place to go. They're out there. They're driven. They're motivated. Um, and they want it. They, a lot of them want to be in a home for the holidays. Yeah. You know, at the end of the year. Okay. Think about this. A lot of, for, a lot of buyers want to, want to purchase their house for, um, hopefully tax purposes right yeah you know because mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. get it you get a nice little tax benefit at the end of the year if you bought a house sure you do yeah and the real thing um well here's no. a statistic that i read off of okay. my paper so 49 percent of buyers cited that home staging influenced most buyers view of a home like i said earlier during That's your senses that it's you said. your senses you know when you're staging your home for the holidays mm-hmm. even if you're not even on the market and whatever you have you take pride in ownership and you're when you're having people over and i think a lot of sellers do have pride of ownership when they are you know on the market in the holiday months and i think that your home is constantly looking its best. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, see, that's a good. That's your a good home is con- if you go from Thanksgiving to you know the holiday season in December. You know whichever holidays you celebrate. You're everybody is. I know a lot of people who are very excited to to decorate for the holidays. Some people already have their Christmas trees up and everything. December first, I'm getting mine. Um, and well, a lot of people do them the day after Thanksgiving, which I would, but. You know, we we do a fake one, Charlie Brown tree. We do it. Well, my nana does a Charlie Brown tree, but it's like cute, mm-hmm. you know. But, but um, I I entirely agree agree with that. I find something incredibly homey and incredibly welcoming about a house that's mm-hmm. decorated for the holidays, especially very, um, you know, um, I don't want to say that not overly decorated, but very tastefully decorated tastefully with just decorated. hue hue different hues and um, 
you know. Yeah. But that's going back to, you know, the the five senses episode. The five senses which episode. Which you can also get on our yes. podcast. <laughs> and where where can they find the podcast, Mary Baker? On the podcast app um, under Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara. Yes. And our website? TalkRealEstateRadio.com. Yes. <laughs> and if you want to get in touch with us, yeah, um, we are... We are Sharon, Mary, and Melissa um, we, at Boston Connect Real Estate. You can find us at um, bostonconnect.com, at Sharon McNamara and Team Liaisons on Facebook. Yes. Um, yes. They won't let us change our name, they, even though we changed our team and name. And then we're the Magis Group. We're the Magis on, Group. Yep. Um, on on Instagram. Instagram. And we're super funny on Instagram, so you should entirely follow us. Yes, um, we are very funny. Please follow us. Yes. Um, but yeah, so anyways, we are not live tonight because we are currently, when you are listening to this, we're currently having a um, fun time with our clients, loved ones, family, friends, everything. But you can go to um, Sharon McNamara and Team Liaisons and Boston Connect on Facebook, and you'll be able to see all of our pictures from this weekend. And, and if this you want to stop by the office and yeah, see what we're all the about, office. we're there four to eight. Um, yeah. tonight, tonight, which is tomorrow, <laughs> which but, is tomorrow. but come by, see us. We'd love to meet you. Yeah. And come for a slice of pie. We even got a few extras so we can share awesome. and we have goodies. So come on by. We uh, hope to see you guys soon and you will be hearing us next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.